I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. Howdy ho there, there neighborinos. We are once Hi, again everybody. in your ear holes. <laughs> smooching it Welcome up. Welcome to a two-person episode of Spooky Time Presents. <laughs> We're two and we got the blues. Is two a blue number? Oh, boy. It's the loneliest number. Uh, it, it is now. It is now. Yeah. Uh, you welcome hear? to week two of Clown Month, everybody. Clownuary, we were going to call it, but it's not January. Clownuary. What month is it? May. I love that. May's too short to combine it's, with the word yeah, clown. Yeah, something like that. Clay. Yeah. Clay. No thanks. That Clay. sounds silly. Clownuary. Mown. Clown. Clowntober. <laughs> the summer clown squinox. <laughs> okay. All right. What were you going to say? I cut you off. Want to hear a? creepy story that i had that happened to me the other night i do it's not clown related but i think we're all going to enjoy it so the okay yeah go ahead so if you live in the chris lake area you know it's been thunderstorm in the past couple nights and yeah i woke up i forget when it was very late in the night to a big old roll of mm -hmm. thunderstorms and then i hear a scratching yeah. at my door like a persistent gentle like scratching and then i hear voices what? coming from my closet and I'm 100% awake. Like I, I know when I'm awake and not. And this, I'm awake for this. Uh-huh. Do you want to know what happened? There's yeah. A, all right. So there's no ghost. It's my dog is afraid of thunderstorms. And so she can break out of her cage uh -huh. whenever they come in. And she, I'm her favorite. So she comes to my bedroom door and just scratches to try and let me, get me to let her in. And my mom was doing like a work call in a converted bedroom into an office. And our walls are paper thin. Uh -huh. And so I could hear everything she was <laughs> no. saying. Uh, and this may not have been late at night. It may have been like 7 in the morning. But still, it was dark, and I can't <laughs> tell the difference. Oh, my God. That's so spooky until it totally isn't. I about to say, there was a few seconds there when I'm like, I, I can't bolt out the door. Can I survive a drop from a second-story window? And then I <laughs> put the pieces together in my brain. Don't you hate when that happens? Like, you're so scared of something. And then you figure out what it actually is, and you just feel like such an idiot. Yeah. I was afraid to I just, share in That college. happened to me <laughs> last summer. I was house-sitting for um, this family who I love to house-sit for. I love their house. It's, but it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. They have a lot of land. So um, I'm sitting in my bed in the guest bedroom, and all of a sudden, I hear, I'm hearing, like, breathing. It genuinely sounded like somebody was, like, under the bed, breathing oh, pretty dear. heavily. And I, I was so scared. I was so scared. I'm texting Taylor, like, constantly. I'm like, babe, I, it sounds like there's someone in this room. I can hear breathing. Like, it sounds like it's coming from under the bed. I'm really, really scared. 
you know, whatever. And then <laughs> I, I'm sitting there freaking out, like trying to plot an escape route in my head, <laughs> like you were just talking about. Yeah. And like, I'm like, what do I do? Do I like run to the front door? I Like, I have no idea what to do. And then Taylor texts me back. He goes, wait a minute. Are you sure it's not just like the frogs that you're hearing outside? <laughs> and I open the door because, <laughs> like the um, the the room that I was staying in has like a sliding glass door that goes out to like their their balcony, their like deck porch thing. Yeah. Um, because it wraps around like the whole house. It's a gorgeous house, but um. Yeah, I finally get up the nerve to get off the bed and open the door, and that's exactly what it was. It just, when the door was closed, it sounded like breathing. It was so scary. I was, was, like, planning my death at that point, and yeah, that was, that was rough. I can relate. I hate it when... It's a scary, it's a scary feeling. (laughs) There have been a few times when I've woken up in the night to, like, a loud crash or bang or something like it sounds like something's exploding outside and then i think to myself mm-hmm. i have no idea what that is but it's also probably not going to kill me and then i just go back to sleep <laughs> yeah yeah you're like eh, whatever all right you want to see me segue this a couple more hours of sleep oh, can never stop oh, sleeping. Yes. want to hear yeah. me segue this directly into our movie i do yes so we just talked about turning these you know the bizarre into the ordinary what if we turn the ordinary mm. into the bizarre Enter Clown, Ooh. 2014 or 16. Very nice. Yeah, this movie came out a, a year. Um, I guess its technical release year was 2016? Um, 16. Okay. The Its IMDb page says 2014. Um, so I don't know if... I kind of I kind of found out like what was going on with it but um for the most part it says that it came out in 2014 it was filmed in 2012 um and it was it was released in I think a small amount of theaters and um put on like video on demand okay. in 2016 um I don't know if it like made the if it if it did like the film festival circuit in 2014. So that's maybe that, that technically it. why it says that it came out in 2014. Um but yeah, so today we are talking about John Watts's clown from some year in the 2010s. You can tell you're watching the right movie because it opens on a wonderful children's birthday party. Totally. That cake looked really good. Yeah. Do the adults keep sticking their fingers in it, or was I imagining things? Um, I don't know. Because I know the one lady, like, yes? plucked off, like, a like the plastic clown head or something, and maybe, like, licked it. I think every time a, an adult walked past it, they stuck their fingers in it. <laughs> they deserve... Communal cake. The, That's the, fine. The adults deserve to die in this movie. I don't feel sympathy for them. <laughs> Uh, this movie is creepy. Um, I like it. I don't, did you, did you like this movie? I 
did more than I thought I would. I mean, going into it, I had no idea Great. what it was. Um, all the descriptions from it okay. just said, a man puts on a clown suit, and boy, can he is he having trouble taking it off, and that was it. <laughs> so that left a lot of stuff unsaid. Oh, jeez. And it was fun yeah. learning what this movie was about as it happened. Yeah. All right, so this was directed by John Watts, like I said. Um, he, like, didn't do a whole lot before this movie, um, but he went on to direct both Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home. What? That... Yeah. He made it, man. He, and the, which he are did both, it. Those are fantastic movies, yeah. Once you get a Marvel movie, yeah, <laughs> especially when they're good. Especially, And I love those Spider-Man movies. They're at the top of my list yeah. for Marvel. They're awesome. Oh, man. What, did he make anything in between <sighs> Clown and Marvel? Um... He made one movie uh, with Kevin Bacon. I can't remember the name of it. Hold on one second. Um, yeah, I think it went Clown, uh, Cop Car with Kevin Bacon. I think that's and then on a streaming service right now. Is that? I think it's when two kids steal his car, but he's also a, a villain. I don't know. But yep. I've, yeah. Okay, I've just I've yes. made the choice not to watch that movie in the past week. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah he he um everything else is just sort of like little stuff um yeah and then this movie hits in 2014 cop car was 2015 and then yeah he, and then he did the two Spider-Man movies um it looks like he's projected to uh, direct yet another Spider-Man sequel that hasn't been um, announced really titled yet. Um, I know they're going to include yeah. the word home, which is obvious. Yes. Uh, but that's so home weird. Home again. <laughs> it's so weird to think like clown is potentially almost like his audition for Marvel. Like if this is his, if he did this in a Kevin Bacon movie and then, Spider-Man, like, they, they looked at this and decided he can handle a quippy young web-slinger. Exactly! Yeah, I, I, he's, he, I guess his reel was really good or something. I don't know. Yeah. He must know somebody. Yeah. Know somebody who knows somebody. <laughs> or, or he's just really good at what he does. I don't know. I mean, that's always an option, but um, I like to think of the conspiracies. He made a backroom deal. Of course. Of course. Um, do you want to do you want to start getting into the plot? Uh, we are, we yes. already did a little bit, and then we got derailed within the first ten seconds, as per usual. Yeah, but that's fine. We got a lot of good information about our director and his spider spidey upbringing, his spider history. Uh, I wish I had a spider history. All right, so <laughs> meet our hapless hero, Kevin. Good guy. He's a loving father, and he's he loves his, his kids. Kent. Kent. I said Kevin, didn't I? I'm looking at his name yes, right now. <laughs> That's four letters. It's Kent, and I, I'm such a, I can't do names. I'm so bad at that this. That says Kevin. And his yes. name is also not Good Guy. It's McCoy, but I feel like they're synonymous. Yeah. Same All thing. All right. So Potato, Kent, Potato. his kid's having his, let's say, fifth birthday party, but the clown's not going to make it, which is usually a plus. And so he decides to leave work <laughs> early, steal something from a house he's selling. He's a realtor. I think. And, uh, mm -hmm. yes, he is. I forget what his slogan was, but I remember it was really stupid. Something like, buy my house, 
or call me to buy a house. My name is McCoy. <laughs> it was something very uninspired. Yep. Beautiful. I, 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 I'm not even going to look it up because I like the ones that you came up with. Got floor? I like that. <laughs> All right. So he... So he goes into this house, right? Yeah. And he's get, he's talking to his wife on the phone or he's talking to the clown people. Like, how can you double book Bozo? And he has a, he has a flash of inspiration. What if I was Spider-Man? I mean, the clown. And then he takes a clown <laughs> costume. One of the old-fashioned ones where it's like fluffy and silky looking like not a lot of color yeah and he uh-huh. he puts it on hair nose the whole nine yards and he makes a a clown of himself for his son and where everyone in the audience including his wife is like oh shaking their heads like what a good husband i wish i was married to him <laughs> All right. what a great guy uh i i'm glad nothing's gonna happen to him the movie ends after the party scene but it doesn't. <laughs> An uninspired short film by John Watts. <laughs> he, he got Spider-Man from that? Yeah. Hey, guys, I just got the call. I'm going to direct Spider-Man. We don't need to film the next 90 minutes. This is enough. <laughs> Plotless six-year-old's birthday party. I mean, I'd, I'd watch it and try and d- dissect the spiritual meaning behind everything that happens. <laughs> Treat it like an art film. Yeah. But what does it mean? Yes, I noticed they're all sticking their fingers in the cake. Is the cake Soviet Russia? And are the fingers the Iran-Contra incident? This, yes. This guy, he'll make a good Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so after the wife, <sighs> whose name is not Meg. in the first paragraph. Meg, her name's not the first paragraph of my summary. Um, after she... <laughs> Refuses to have sex with a clown, as we've all been, we've all had that choice. We've all made the same choice. Uh, he, Kent falls asleep. Yes. And he wakes up the next morning and something. Relatable. Uh, I can't tell you how many times a clown has come on to me. I can, but I won't. I would like yeah. to have an air of mystery. Well, you went, you went to college in Southern Illinois. That's probably all it was, right? <laughs> uh, people don't know this because they don't <laughs> like... get past the homepage of the website, but it is a clown college. <laughs> Aww. And they're all Southern, Aviation too. Aviation Clown College. <laughs> we get... The, every lesson is how to fit 40 clowns into a tiny little plane. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, so it was a good time. I majored in clown stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> I majored in uh, advanced Aviation packing. division. <laughs> <laughs> A job interview asked me, what you learn? What do you take away from college? And I tell them, don't worry about it. And I try and change the subject. <laughs> what I learned in college, look at this flower on my lapel. <laughs> well, I can tell you, sir, you can easily fit at least 30 more people in this tiny room. <laughs> I can... You're hired. Uh, I wish there was a job somewhere where you could get hired for estimating how many people could fit in a room <laughs> i guess maybe, i'd be terrible at that maybe party planning but that's yes but that's I'm, important i have a Fire cousin safety. who i think does party planning i don't know cousin becca if you're listening to this like how job. she's not doing it right now of course because the world is on fire 
Uh, yeah. Yep. Speaking of worlds on fire, Kent's world is about to spark up. He wakes the next morning. He's late for work. He's got to drop his kid off at school. And the wig won't come off. Uh, what hijinks so Kent's going to get into trying to weasel his way out of this costume. This could have easily been a family-friendly kids movie with just this plot. Yeah. So he's putting on thick coats. He's wearing sunglasses and hats to hide his hair and stuff. To no avail, everyone who looks at him is like, why are you dressed like a clown? And he's like, shut up. He's <laughs> good-humored about it to start with, but he's clearly not happy. Yeah. So he goes to his... That would be terrifying. Oh my god, I... I'm trying to remember the last time I was forced to wear wear something stupid and I didn't have time to change and I had to end up living with it. I think it was... It was college when I would... Whenever we would take flight tests, you'd have to dress like with a dress shirt and tie. And it was always 100 degrees yeah. outside because Southern Illinois is a hellscape. And so afterwards, yeah. you'd always have huge puddles under your arms. And oh class, God. class was, would, there would frequently be classes after that. So I was like, I can't go home. I don't have a car. It's like a three hour round trip for me to get to my apartment and back uh, because I was taking horrible. the bus. And so I would just have to sit in class looking like a sweaty piece of shit. <laughs> like a sweaty car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, to try and make myself look less stupid, I'd take my tie off and put it around my forehead, you know, like a, a bandana. Yeah, of course. Be like, I'm not <laughs> sweating because I'm nervous. I'm sweaty because I was just turning up in the back room, you know, a second ago. <laughs> I am a party boy. A party animal. A panimal. Beautiful. Yeah. Panimal so uses. He, he uses various tools to try to get this, this um, clown suit off. And it's it's really disturbing. All right. So, yeah, when Kent is trying to get the suit off, like trying to cut it off, he scares mm -hmm. me. One, because he immediately cuts his wrist and, you know, kind of rolls with it. But after that, when he decides this suit's extra tough, you know, I got to be more careful. He essentially takes a chainsaw to his neck and tries to cut it there. And that is just... Yeah, can you... I just... The, anywhere else on your body but right there. I mean, get a knife you and know? just try and, like cut the belly of it like just grab a handful and try and like saw it off just to make sure it can be cut after that whole wrist incident yeah and he even admits it like this is a really stupid thing i'm about to do and then he fires up his i know it's not a chainsaw but i'm gonna keep calling it a chainsaw because it's just as stupid with a chainsaw yeah it's like i don't know exactly what it's called it's is it a handsaw uh a vibrating handsaw is what the official summary says oh okay that's what I thought. Um, but yeah, it just looks like one of those, you know, those like turkey cutters. Yeah. <laughs> That's also technically a handsaw, I believe. But yeah, I digress. Continue. All right. So he destroys the turkey carver and realizes like, oh, this is, this suit's actually becoming a problem. Like I'm going to go home now and maybe my wife can help me. She's a nurse or nurse adjacent. Uh -huh. Maybe a veterinarian. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we get there and she's, the wife is going to, you know, try and cut the, the wig off. But says, no, this is real hair. Like, this is your hair. It's going into your head. And he's like, that's ridiculous. Pull the nose off. Yeah. And she tries to pull the nose off. It's clearly not coming. 
and then they both kind of grit their teeth and like the nose is coming off. You ever see that scene from uh, A Christmas yeah. Story with the tongue on the the flagpole? Oh, God. Yeah, they do that, except it's worse, because yeah. more than just a layer of skin on <laughs> yeah. a tongue. That's that's a painful moment in that movie. That made me cringe, for real. Uh, I was just like, oh, God. I was gritting my teeth. That would hurt so bad. And something I, yeah. something I thought they would do, because he's, I know he's going to transform into a clown, was, like, we see, like, skin yeah. ripped off the nose, I thought they were just going to have him walk around with a mm-hmm. an actual red nose kind of thing now. Yeah. But they don't really do that. They put um, a bandage on it for the entire movie. Yeah, I feel like that would have been, like, really graphic. Like, too graphic. It could be, yeah. Because, um, yeah, it's, it's fucked up. Because, like, the poster for this movie is... Um, it's pretty frightening, I'd say. And it's depicts him without the bandage on his nose if i'm not mistaken and yeah i guess the posters for this movie were banned in italy because it was scaring kids <laughs> bunch of wimpy italian kids this movie's not for you i know yeah despite the fact that it's about clowns. forget about it all right <laughs> so the dog eats the nose because you know that's what dogs do why not i feed my dogs noses yeah. all the time they don't like it, but I make them eat them. <laughs> the cartilage is good for their um, fur. <laughs> or whatever. Alright, so Kent is feeling real weird. He, th- his skin is like staying white from the dye, he thinks. The suit's not coming off. So mm-hmm. he goes back to the house where he stole it from. And uh, he's looking around for like a phone number to call to get someone to help him with this. And he finds a number... And he says, yeah. hello, are you Mr. Clown? And the guy says, yes, my name is Herbert Carlson. I got the name right. You see that? <laughs> Very nice. Proud of you. All right. And uh, Herbie decides you know, to help him. He says, like, oh, it's stuck on you because like the moisture in your body heat is making it constrict. He <laughs> gives some real plausible sounding answers. I love that. Yeah, I love I love that like conversation where he's like, "Don't touch it. Don't 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 touch the clown suit. Whatever you do, don't touch it." And he's like, "I'm wearing it." And he's like, "Oh, um, uh, the is it, it's fine. Everything's fine. It's just uh, it's sticking to your skin because of uh, the old fibers." Yeah. <laughs> do you know what osmosis like, is? No, it's because the... of osmosis. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly it's like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. I was just worried because it's, oh, it's valuable and then, you know, it's breakable. And he's like, no, it's not. I took a handsaw to it. And he's like, oh, you're right. <laughs> just come by. <laughs> and so Kent yeah. visits uh, Herbie and Herbie starts telling him some cockamamie story about an ancient German, I think it's German, it's e- European, maybe Eastern European, uh, monster called a Klien, that eats children. Uh-huh. And is his nose is red because it's all wintry and blistery. His skin is white because it's in Europe. And he wears that stupid outfit because it's skin. <laughs> and his stupid skin. His stupid white skin. Let's beat him up. Stupid, dumb, white <laughs> skin. This movie really speaks to me. <laughs> So something. This movie at its base is about white privilege. 
Oh, see there, you're digging into the uh, his hidden themes again. This is a... <laughs> yeah. Spider Man. Spider Man is also about white it's privilege. Very deep film. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. So something I don't super like about this movie, and I think this is kind of a thing in other movies too, is when you take something ordinary like a clown and you give it a mysterious, evil, you know, history like. The word clown comes from the word clean, you know, and uh, like uh, maybe Krampus mm-hmm. is also another example where it's it's Santa, but actually it's actually Krampus and it's it's actually an evil child stealing monster. I feel like it's, I yeah. can't name more examples, but I feel like it's something that is done a little too much and I don't super like. Like uh, you can make it a clown demon and I'll still be on board. It doesn't have to be an ancient clown demon. Yeah, yeah, I, I I know what you mean. I think that just sort of gives it <clears throat> sort of a lore, like a background, you know? Um, yeah. Well, with Krampus, it's a little bit different because Krampus Krampus is exists on the same plane as Santa. Like, they, they're two different entities. Yeah, okay. One is good, one is bad. He's like the antithesis of Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, he visits all the bad children to weed them out before Santa comes a couple weeks later. Which means Santa's just sitting there with too <laughs> so. much coal. He uses the extra coal to yeah, power the yeah, sleigh. Exactly. Guys, I just solved Santa. <laughs> oh, no. Santa debunked. Fossil fuels? Santa, no. Santa, why can't you use solar power? <laughs> magic. He doesn't have enough magic, so he has to use coal. Can you imagine? Ugh. Pennsylvanians. That'd be really disappointing. That's how Pennsylvanians talk to their kids about Santa. If it wasn't for the magic of coal, you would not be getting presents tomorrow night. <laughs> that and like West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh my god. Uh, all right. So anywho. All right. So Kent passes out because he doesn't believe in clowns, and he wakes up tied to a table with uh <laughs> with her. What? <laughs> not why he passes out. <laughs> well, that... Stick to the script, Burns. All right. He was drugged by Herbie, and Herbie says, the only way to stop... The... You're turning into a monster. The only way to stop this is a uh, craniumectomy, a crinectomy. It's where he chops off your fucking head. <laughs> yep. And so... And he should have done it. He had He had him. I mean, yeah, he... The guy was drugged. Why do you have to tie him to a table? Like, he could have just grabbed the axe and just whacked it right off there. We see later in the movie that he's good at this. Yeah, but then the movie... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's just... I don't know. A little bit of a logical plot hole, but otherwise it's still good. Kent uses his super clown strength yeah. to rip himself free of his bindings and smite his enemy. Yes. And Kent gets wounded in the process. Someone's... You know, Herbie stabs him or cuts him in the shoulder, which shouldn't happen because his his uh-huh. suit is should be knife proof. We've discovered that. Yeah. Huh. That's one of the reasons I thought the reason he had to cut off his head was because that was the only part of him that could be cut off, kind of thing. Yeah. But Kent decides. I wish it was easier than that. <clears throat> just a wooden stake through the heart. You know, yeah. like. Yeah, or like cut like cutting off one of his fingers. <laughs> like here, we're gonna cut off this one. Your pinky on your like non-dominant hand, and then the suit's just gonna come off. Demon gone. Bada bing, bada boom. But no, you have to you have to 
completely murder the person. It's always how it goes. I would love it if that was the way it had to go and they still, like, Kent still wouldn't do it. It's like, no, like, I, I need that finger. Who's going to buy a house from a guy with only nine fingers? And then he, he eats a bunch of children <laughs> to avoid cutting his finger off. Nobody will buy a house from a nine-fingered man. <laughs> That's why Frodo had to move to the land of the elves, because no one would buy his house in the Shire with all his, with missing his finger. Oh, my God. Uh... All right, so... Kent, all right, all right. Go Kent ahead. makes it home, and this is an infuriating part of the movie because um, it's exactly what he should do, um, given the circumstances, and it still doesn't work out. Like he goes and he tells his wife, "Someone just tried to murder me." He says, "I'm a demon clown. Mm -hmm. um, I need you to come with me to the police station because no one is going to believe me when I'm dressed like a clown," which is exactly right. Yes. You know, this isn't little yeah. Andy. You know, screaming that his doll kills people, which is ridiculous. It's a very smart way to tell say that something supernatural is happening or something bad is happening. Uh-huh. And it really does not work. Um, Kent's nope. father-in-law, who's been a, a dick the entire movie, just gets one look at him and it's like, get away from yeah. my daughter, you freak. It's like, I have an open wound. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm injured and I'm telling you someone tried to kill me. I need me. help. <laughs> yeah. And everyone just... <laughs> Is just treating it like a joke or like a, you know, he's crazy just despite, again, he has an open wound and he's, uh, sorry, I had to grab a nail off of a clipboard. Anyway. That's okay. So Kent decides, screw you guys, I'm going to the police station without you. Hops in his car with Herbie hogtied uh -huh. in the back and gets driving. And Herbie's telling him more stuff yeah. about clowns like hey you're gonna start eating kids you really need to kill yourself like your body's gonna start changing you're gonna start having hair in new places children are gonna start looking different <laughs> <laughs> and during the drive kent starts transforming more his fingers thing more aggressively and then uh herbie attacks him from behind <laughs> and they get into a car crash make, can't we make it sound like a car crash uh-huh that was more of a fender bender, but that's, that's fine. That was lame. I'm really sorry. Uh, I forgive you this one time. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so sorry. All right, so Kent escapes into the woods, um, and Herbie is taken to the hospital because he's injured in the car crash. He's an old man. He's a brittle old man who can't kill a clown. Mm -hmm. And while in the woods, yeah. Kent comes across a family. Uh, I think I had a joke for this, but I might be mixing it up with something else I saw. Anyway, um, it, I was mixing it up with something else I saw. There is no joke. Kent eats the fingers off of a little fat kid. <laughs> There's no joke here. I was going to do Kent's a monster. do something like his parents are yelling at him. I was like, hey, put on your new bacon-flavored shampoo or something, or moisturize with our new barbecue, <laughs> our hickory barbecue hand lotion. Here, use this old bacon fat. I don't know what I was watching recently where that was a perfectly applicable joke, but it was good. Anyway, mm, so after he eats those fingers, uh, Kent decides maybe that crazy old man is right. Maybe I should be dead. So he takes the gun he got from yes. Herbie. He stole it from him during their scuffle and goes into an apartment and blows his brains out in what was frankly a darkly comedic scene, in my opinion. I, I, I almost laughed out loud. Beautifully shot. 
I love that shot when he shoots himself and the blood hits the wall and it's rainbow. It looks like a fucking snow cone. I love that shot so much. <laughs> and yeah, I laughed super hard whenever like I saw that for the first time. I saw this movie a couple years ago for the first time. So funny. I love it. Best shot of the movie. Yeah. Shot of the week. Cha-ching. Have you ever seen uh, someone throw up uh, marshmallow cereal like Lucky Charms or Tricks? No, I have not. That is what I thought when I saw the, the rainbow blood. I didn't think it was blood. I thought it was like candy or something. <laughs> it is. It's like snow cone syrup or whatever, yeah. right? And that's such a... It's got to be. That's that's what's running through his veins now. I need the sugar, Marie. You don't understand. It keeps me going. <laughs> I wonder what level of diabetes that is. Oh, that's like that's like top tier, like type seven diabetes. Yeah. You are literally the candy. That's now. like diabetes. Yeah. If a if a woman had that, she'd be called Diabetty. <laughs> Diabetty. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, a bullet to the head. It's like Wilford Brimley here. <laughs> uh, so Kent, Kent gets back Sorry. up. Um, he realizes, oh, no. I guess I have to cut off my head, not destroy my head. And so he goes to a hardware store. Yep. He buys a couple of chain or buzz saws and a lot of rope. And the cashier's joking with him, like, oh. Mm -hmm. I love the song that's playing oh. during this montage. Um, the I think it's called The King of Clowns. I think that it's, was it. It's yeah. just so, like, eerily, like, happy. Yeah. Compared to what he's actually doing in the movie. That was a nice contrast. I love that. I did like that. That's that song and that placement with it. So he, he gets mm -hmm. his... Maybe we'll go out with that. Ooh, that'd be, I like that'd that be fun. All right, so Kent has his buzzsaw set up ready. He's gonna, yeah, he's gonna do this thing where he falls on it, and the running buzzsaws are gonna chop his head right off, which is very clever. Like mm -hmm. if you told me I had to figure out a way to cut my my own head off, I don't think I'd be able to. But he's ingenious with no. his madness. Mm -hmm. All right. Also, there's a kid next door who's just bugging the shit out of him, who won't leave him alone, and Kent falls. Yeah. And he misses the buzzsaws or something. They, the buzzsaws explode, and the kid who walked in the room gets impaled. Yeah, that was fucked up. They killed a kid they, in this movie. They kill a bunch of kids, like, gorily in front of us, and that is <laughs> always shocking and always a treat. The, yeah. This movie, like, takes no prisoners. It is... Or lots of prisoners. <laughs> I'm too used to Jurassic Park I don't know. That's where a, the kids are immortal. That's the wrong analogy to use. <laughs> I don't know, but no, yeah, it's so there are so many so many movies are so afraid to kill children, but this one is not one of them. More power. Um and he's a little he's a cute little kid too. Yeah. Um like the only reason that we're supposed to find him annoying is because we're like, oh my god, get away from him, he's going to kill you. Yeah. But he's very he's very sweet. Um and so, yeah, that's that's genuinely depressing, that part of the yeah. film. Wow. Why couldn't Kent have just died instead? That kid was so cute, now he's dead. Get this man a Spider-Man. <laughs> we could have... Damn. We can have yeah. the Green Goblin kill a bus full of children. It'll be great. 
Oh, yay. I'd watch that Spider-Man. All right, so... Would you? Okay. So Kent was raised in a very poor household and was taught never to waste food. So he eats the boy. Yes, he does. Which is... His little bones are all that's left behind. And he's, like, puking up bones like owl pellets later in the movie, right? Is he? There, yeah. there were a couple scenes where he's, like, leaning over a sink and, like, puking. But, um... Uh-huh. It took me a while... Yeah, to, I don't know. To process that it might be ch child bones. Child bones, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like owl pellets. <laughs> you can dissect it be like, oh, this was Timmy. Hmm. Look at the way that... You can put his skeleton back together. Look at the teeth marks on his femurs. You can tell the meat was tough there, and he had to really gnaw to get it all off. Interesting. Science. <laughs> you, you did that in fourth grade, right? Was that fourth grade where we dissected owl pellets? Yes. I know we went to the same um, elementary school, so I'm assuming that you also did it. Yeah, it was uh, fourth grade. That was, a f that was a fun project. I was yeah. pissed when I graduated high school and I still had not like dissected a, like a frog or something. TV lied to me. We dissected squids. What? In our bio class my sophomore year, yeah. I was, I was for some reason, I was placed in like... Almost like a remedial <laughs> bio class my sophomore year. Um, and I, I just, I think it was, it was like runoff from being um, in a specific group of kids my, my freshman year of high school. So sophomore year rolls around, they put me in this bio class and it was like super easy, but then there was like really cool shit like that that we got to do. It was one of the easiest classes I've ever taken in my life, but everybody was like, oh my god, you got to dissect a squid? It was great. Yes, I, I did. I'm so jealous. I got to pop open her ovaries <laughs> and see all the little squid eggs inside. It was amazing. Want to hear something funny? My freshman yes. year of high school, and this isn't me bragging or anything, I was placing like the top tier like science class. Like I was doing like not AP biology, uh -huh. but honors biology, which is funny because during the, during the placement yes. test, like the explorer test... Um, I just filled in bubbles at uh -huh. random on the science section because I really had to take a shit and I had to get out of that room. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and so I was shocked. I placed better in that than oh. anything. And I was out of my depth. They put me back where I belonged by uh, sophomore year. Oh my God. That's so funny. Uh. <laughs> so you just ended up doing really well. Yeah. It... That's so funny. funny. Sitting in class, like, I've never heard of that happening in real life. I I don't know how it happened. Maybe I'm just a good guesser. I would guess that was the answer. And if I'm yeah. if I'm right, then I'm right. All right. Yeah, they're all B or C. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> Even <laughs> the short answer, I just put C and moved on. All right, so do you guys remember Meg, the veterinary wife of the clown? Yes. Well, guess what? She found her runaway clown husband. And she says to him, I don't care how oh, big your nose her. is. I don't care how white your skin is. I don't care how many children you have to eat. You're coming home, buddy. We got dishes to do. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So they take Kent home. They chain him up in the basement. And they say, no more ki child eating for you, young man. And they, and she yeah. goes back upstairs. She doesn't tell her son that her father is locked in the... It, that the kid's father is locked in the basement because there's a solid chance... Ken's going to eat that kid. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
All right, so now we're on the Meg show. She goes sleuthing. She finds the mangled remains of Herbie Carlson in the hospital, jaw wired shut. And she's asking him, like, how can we fix the clown? How can I exercise him? How many old priests compared to how many young priests are needed? (laughs) And uh, Herbie says... You need need six of each, and they need to all be able to fit into a Mini Cooper. (laughs) (laughs) The mere act of putting the priests in the car is all that it takes to exercise the clown. (laughs) Beautiful. All right, so he's just keeps insisting, cut off his head, don't trust him, he's going to eat all your kids. Um, and she's like, this is getting me nowhere, and leaves. And I won't take the moment, yeah. to, I'll stop it here, Not we're not stopping anything, but to uh, just to say, this plot has more to it than I thought. Like, I thought it was going to be like a, okay. like he's infected by the clown stuff, he turns into the clown stuff, he eats a kid, and then it ends. But it's not, like there's a lot more beats to it like 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 this is when yeah. she should be coming home with a knife and she should be killing her husband and that's the end of the movie like if this were a werewolf kind yeah. of movie like that would be how i would expect it to go because we already saw him mm-hmm. like going like transforming beyond the point of no return kind of and he's yeah he's eating a kid so i we're now no longer on his side exactly yeah like the demon element added uh it, it thickened the plot a little bit it's like cornstarch to this movie it's, i can't even, it's, it's nice i can't push my hand through it anymore it's it's thick <laughs> i also have very weak hands oh poor kyle i'm looking at them now in disgusting hands i'm sick of them <laughs> stupid stupid hands why is one of you bigger than the other That's, one of your hands is bigger than the other i've never compared them because i'm afraid of the truth Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> we find out that... It's not so bad. We find out that Kent's son, Kent Jr., Kent Griffey Jr., um, <laughs> he's bullied at school because his dad dressed like a clown that one time. And that's mm-hmm. a shame. I'm sick of seeing movies where the only interaction between children is that one of them is a bully and one of them isn't. Yeah, it it sucks. It's it's too much sometimes. I would have liked it if Kent Griffey Jr. had a like a a cool couple of cool friends who would be eaten. That way, I could be less on the clown side. But no, it's a yeah. It's a bully, and when uh, Junior gets home, he finds his dad, and his dad's like, "Do you know of any delicious children?" And Junior says, "Yeah, this one kid, Colton. Colton's tender meat." He's uh he lives over there and he's <laughs> he's being a real douchebag. So then Colton gets clowned. And that's not really the saddest part is that he ruins that rug. There's a nice pristine white rug that's just yeah. covered it, in Colton it by was the end really of it. Nice. Yeah, totally fucked it up. No fair. I want that rug. Director, if you're listening to this, you should get find rug. me the rug, and I will pay you market price or less. <laughs> or less. He has Spider-Man um, money. He I doesn't think it should be money. noted. <laughs> it, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this in right here. So Eli Roth produced this movie, right? Yes. Um, 
We know Eli Roth from such classic, super gory films as Cabin Fever and uh, Hostel. Uh, that that sort of thing. Um, he uh, so John Watts, who directed this movie, made a fake trailer for this movie back in 2010. Um, I don't think he had the idea in his head that he wanted to make it a full length movie, or maybe he did, and he wanted people to see it just to see like how people liked it and how they thought you know the plot would be. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so Eli Roth ended up seeing this fake trailer that he made, and then he was like, hey, could I actually, like, fund this? Like, can I help you develop this movie? And John Watts was like, fuck yeah, you can, because I would never say no to Eli Roth uh, from a purely film standpoint. Yes, sir, Mr. Know. Roth. Um <laughs> yeah, he's uh, Eli Roth. Eli Roth is like a strange character because, like, he's very cute. Um, but he's also he seems like he might be a serial killer. <laughs> just like the shit that he puts in his movies is unbelievably just like brutal yes it's brutal stuff a lot of the time and i don't get me wrong i love it but um yeah he seems a little dangerous unhinged if you will but i love him for it so this is definitely the type of film that he would produce you know he's like oh kids are gonna die in it perfect slap my name on that here's five million dollars you know yeah he's he loves the guts, and he loves the gore, and he loves pulling them out of kids. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need. Gross. Anyway. <laughs> so while Kent is getting his grub on, Meg has now teamed up yeah. even more so with uh, Herbie, and they've discovered the truth of the clown costume. Yeah, um, it turns out the real demon was the friends they made along the way. <laughs> And then Meg immediately stabs Herbie and saying, like, you're, you're too good of a friend to let you live. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but it turns out Herbie used to wear the clown suit and well, he went full demon clown. And his brother got it off of him by feeding him a bunch of sick cancer kids. Yeah. That was... Twisted. Uh, I, I wish they weren't terminally ill cancer kids because that kind of, you know muddies the water that what he did was evil from a, like a yeah is it utilitarian it's pure evil th they're gonna die anyway so they might as well save my ailing brother but i <laughs> i would rather they would oh be God. healthy kids or at least not terminal just to kids. make it that much more evil yes yeah because i i can still like i can, i don't i don't know in my brain what's more evil like Healthy kids or terminally ill children? Like, I don't... I mean, like, They're both bad on the same level, I think. I don't know. I think the terminally ill kids isn't as bad because, I mean, they don't have much of a future ahead of them. But It's terminal, but still! <laughs> but it's just so messed up. It, no, it's, it's, it's horrible regardless. All right. The mere fact that we're debating this means that it wasn't as cut and dry good good evil as i thought it was so that's good on you director apparently this was deeper than i thought it was 
this movie is much deeper. Yeah. yeah. Yay. All right. All right. So Meg, having learned the truth, still insists, like, no, I have a really good set of pliers. We can just pull the suit off of them. Let's go home and get my husband. And when they get home, yeah. Kent is loose. The dog's a clown, and he gets his head chopped off immediately. Yeah, the dog, that, that was really sad. Poor little guy. What was the dog's name? I forget. I, I don't remember either. Shadow. He's cute, though. Probably. I'm going to go with Shadow. Max. Okay. Johnston. Come here, Johnston. Do your trick. <laughs> Johnston? <laughs> He doubles as the butler. Yeah. John, I mean, he can fetch the slippers. That's one butler job. Yeah. Totally. I'm going to, I've made a, a decision. The next dog I get, I'm going to train as a butler and sell it. Butler dog. Oh my God. His name will be Johnston, butler the first. <laughs> Eli Roth. They will all be Johnston. Eli Roth will make it a movie. I'll train to be a butler dog, but then he also eats children. Ah. I'll get that Eli Roth money somehow. I love it. All right. <laughs> One day. Cammie, I want you to do me a favor. Yeah. I want you to okay. shrink down in your mind to when you were but a little lass. Okay. I want you to think to yourself. I'm still little. Like, how little? Like. How, how little are we talking here? <laughs> young enough that a clown might want to eat you. Okay. All right. All right. Are you there? Uh, yeah. All right. So. I want you to think to yourself, it's Friday night, you're little kid Cammy, and you want to go out and have a blast. Uh-huh. Where are you going to go? Yeah. Um, Chuck E. Cheese. That's the wrong answer. Chuck E. Cheese was a brand started in 20, 2009. You were not young they enough They have then. lollipops. They have lollipops at Chuck E. Cheese? What? No, at the bank. <laughs> oh, the bank. Yeah, that's where you should go. That's where the equity is. Yeah. I, I don't know what equity is. Real estate. Anyway, you were right with the with the first answer. Uh, every kid in the world lives at Chuck E. Hey! Cheese, and Hungry Clown Man decides that he wants to eat every kid in the world. So he goes to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And while they're, like, the kids are playing in the big play apparatus, I don't know what it's called. Apparat. I like that word. Continue with it. All right. And so we watch some kids. One of them screams. And then we see, I'm going to call them Rod and Todd. Rod is being eaten by a clown. Todd says, you leave my little brother alone. The clown says, okay. And the clown eats Todd. And like. Fucked up. Throws his arm and a river of blood down like the slide. And that was. Yeah, that was gross. Made worse. Neither of those kids made it out. So that was sad. Yeah. But also, I, Mm -hmm. I love, I love the kid count. Like keep those bodies rolling. I love it. Kid count. Woo. All right. So Megan, Herbie, find Kent. And they're like, stop eating that boy. Kent says no. And he says, I'm going to eat one more child because five is the magic number. Um, mm-hmm. I want you, It's either going to be your kid or someone else's kid. And I don't think you want to be your kid. And then he disappears into the night. He turns into a bat. <laughs> the end. Oh, what a roaring adventure. All right. <laughs> so Carl, Herbie, his name is Herbie Carlson, walks out of Chuck E. Cheese brandishing an axe, looking like he has just killed two children, and the cops arrest him, as they should. Yep. Meanwhile, yep. Meg is like, hey, 
I recognize you, little girl. Oh, no family around? Interesting. And then she gets her in the car and is like, She's like, can you give me a ride home? Yeah. I just finished smearing cheese and sauce all over my face. Is that okay? <laughs> I think this was the the part uh, where, yeah, this was the bit where I should have done the joke of like, she's driving the kid to her death and she's giving her like bacon fat to rub behind her ears and barbecue sauce to put between her toes. <laughs> Here, can you sit in this <laughs> pot of marinade in the back that I have? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Can you pour this on yourself? It's kind of hard to drive when I'm trying to pour meat tenderizer all over you. Little girl, have you? Do you like smoked salmon? As she's like starting a small fire. <laughs> Beautiful. Little girl, stop worrying. It's gonna make you all tough and stringy. <laughs> all right, so. Meg drives this lady out into the woods, lets her out of the car, and kind of honks her horn to make the, the circus theme. Yeah. Honk, 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 honk. I can't do it with the word honk, but you all know the theme I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> you of. tried. Yeah. And little girl is confused. He's like, this isn't my house. Then Meg locks the door. Then girl pulls the door. Then Meg opens the door. Then girl doesn't go in the door. And the cops show up. Yeah. That was a... That little girl just had no right answers in that situation. There was nowhere safe for her to go, and it was un unfortunate. Exactly. That's so fucked up. But what's lucky for so her fucked up. is that the thing attacking from outside the car was, in fact, a regular bat, not a clown bat. The clown bat actually went to <laughs> Meg's house. Mm-hmm. And so Meg says, like, I'm a mother, so I can't hurt children, and the cops had to let her go. That's the law. So she drove home. And when she gets home, she yeah. sees her dad, who's like, I know you said not to bring your kid to your house, but it's fine. I'm going to help you murder him. Uh, we're going to hide the body, which is a really weird thing for the dad to do, that he thinks – the f does he think Ken's a murderer? He does. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah, so he thinks Ken's a murderer, and he's – despite being a dick to him the entire movie, he's willing to cover up his murders. And Ken uh -huh. isn't a fan of that, so he rips his jaw off fucked up which i think is unfair because that old man is not a small child and should be immune to his clown powers exactly you should have regular man strength when it comes to um normal like human adults yeah yeah okay so there's a scuffle yeah and meg did you know meg was pregnant Yes, she says that she's pregnant whenever she goes to find him uh, right when, uh, right around the time he's trying to kill himself. Yeah. And she also mentioned it at the party uh, in scene. The, in the apartment. Yeah. She also mentioned it oh, yeah, at the party. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah. Points at her belly and says, mm -hmm. that's not the only bun in this oven. And then she <laughs> does a backflip, I guess. She had to do something cool to punctuate her bun in the <laughs> oven joke. Anyway. <sighs> turns out. According to the laws of clown demons, uh, fetuses are, in fact, people. Tasty people. And he tries to dig it out of mm -hmm. her. But he doesn't. Uh, there's a scuffle in the basement where Ken Griffey Jr. runs runs around, gives the clown the slip, and then Meg smashes his head in with a uh, sledgehammer. Whack goes the yep. sledgehammer. Whack. Whack, indeed. 
And there's the cool bit where Beautiful. the head has to be 100% removed from the body. Even a little bit of stringy flesh is enough for the clown to keep clowning. And so she has to rip the last bits of skin off. I like that. <laughs> oh, God. Yay. Uh, and immediately the clown turns back into Ken, and he's just like, why, Meg? I thought we were friends. And then he he's dead. Dead. And unfortunately, the clown suit is not buried with Ken. Kent. It is instead put into an evidence locker, mm-hmm. or box, where it will undoubtedly be worn again. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. It's like the end of Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's like that slow pullback. Our top <laughs> men. Top men. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. This this movie's great. Much better than I thought it would be and much better than the, the thumbnail led me to think it would be. Yeah. See? Um, It's one of those hidden gems. Yeah. I officially recommend yeah. it. Cha-ching. Officially. Officially on Kyle's recommendation list. I can't That's go back now. That's a big deal. It is. I hate everything. That's a big deal. <laughs> Clown, yeah, this, ladies and gentlemen. I thought this would be just like a like a werewolf movie, like I said earlier, where it's just he turns into a werewolf yeah. and they hunt him. But it it does it expands and twists and just keeps movieing right up until the end. I thought this movie was like two and a half hours when I was watching it. Turns out it's much less. <laughs> Uh, in a bad way or in a good way? Some good, some bad. It like when he's getting ready to kill okay. himself, I felt that it was dragging a little bit, and I was that's when I was checking my watch. Yeah. But it got me back by the end when he's uh, actively eating children and being a demon clown. We didn't mention the the yeah. special effects on the clown face when he was more fully transformed. That was pretty good. Yeah, super cool. I love the makeup in this movie. The special effects in this movie are fantastic. Um. Especially the shot when he shoots himself and then the rainbow blood goes <laughs> over the wall. I love it. Oh, that love was so it. good. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes. I'm loving Clown Month so far. This is great. I love I love clown movies. Um, I like both these movies more than I thought I would, which is a shame because I've yay. walked out on our third on our next movie. What's the next movie we're doing? I can't remember. <laughs> Terrifier. <laughs> oh yeah, you didn't like it. Yeah, I think I got two thirds through and just like I don't need to see the rest of this. I'll get into why. Okay, I, I feel you. It's you'll understand yeah. why. When we'll, we'll talk we about watch it next it. week. Yeah, yeah, I, it is a pretty brutal movie. Have you uh, seen it before? Yeah, I okay. saw it very recently, like within the past few weeks. I watched it for the first time and. Oh. Um, it's a, that's a crazy movie. Yeah. But we'll talk about that another day. Um, thank you for coming to this very special episode of Spooky Time Presents that is just m- me and Kyle. Um, the has dynamic it ever been duo. just me and you before? Uh, have we ever, have we ever done an episode? <gasps> was that just me and you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought Kaylee was on that episode. No. Ah! <laughs> She was there. Kayla she was there, on. apparently. That was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, have Kaylee like, no. Um, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, the one other episode. 
Uh, yeah. So uh, let's 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 do some some plugs. Talk oh. about what kind of social media we use and stuff like that. All right, you go first. I go first. Okay, cool. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Magic Ghost Baby. That's all one word. There's no underscores or anything in that. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Crambly. You can find us as a network on Instagram at Spooky Time Network. You can find us on Facebook if you search uh, Spooky Time Network. Follow us. Talk to us. It'll be fun. Um, yeah, Jarrett is uh, unfortunately not here today. You can find him on Instagram at daddy dangerfield right that's his new he one did and i'm pretty it, sure yeah. is yeah there's a is there an underscore between the two words no it should just be daddy dangerfield no okay and it's daddy with an i um i that is an imp, imp, there okay i oh, thought so it. there yes there thanks kaylee there is an underscore daddy with an i underscore dangerfield that's uh jared's new instagram handle um you can find our producer Kaylee on all every platform of social media imaginable at your girl K Jen K A Y J E N. Um, yeah, Kyle, I'm gonna stop talking and plugging everybody. Where can we find you? Uh, if I'm on Instagram, old man yells at clouds. I do one thing, and it's not post pictures of my mother on Mother's Day saying how strong and beautiful she is. I just tell her that. Uh, <laughs> wow. If you want to donate, You're so different. I am. If you want to donate fifty-five dollars to our Patreon, you will receive a copy of my new upcoming book, "How Everything Is Actually a Child-Killing Monster," with such excerpts as "Fire Hydrant," which comes from the Latin "fier hydrant," which is a small red goblin <laughs> that eats children. Wow! Yeah, I'm 50, learning so much already. Fifty-five dollars—it's a bargain. You can point out to everyone around your at, at a party, and be like, "Beer that comes from the you know Indonesian biar." which is a child-killing monster. Ah, yes. Um, if you want to shoot, mm. shoot us a line and tell, tell us what else is an ancient legend of death, uh, go to spooky, uh, spooky time with K and J at gmail.com. And that'll be in, yep. the, in the show and, notes. Um, I'm not going to say it yeah. again because I don't think I know what it is. <laughs> no, you got it. I'll yeah, it check up. the show notes um, if you need anything from us text wise that you can't find out by emailing us or listening to this episode huh do yeah. it all right join us again next week for terra fire which is not a movie about Yay. a girl named terra and her combat against flames rats i was very upset when i realized that's not what the movie was about no one's named terra <laughs> shucks all right. We'll see you again next week, folks. Smooches goodbye. Through the cameras in our microphones. Here I come, the king of clowns. As I hide behind this smile and paint the town. Though I cry, since you're gone, you'll never know. Because the show must go on